Hey, football fans, this is Diana Rossini from The Athletic. Get the top stories in pro football snapped directly to your inbox with our latest NFL newsletter, Scoop City. Jacob Robinson and I will bring you the daily scoop of top NFL articles, posts, and podcasts every Monday to Friday. Sign up for free now at theathletic.com backslash scoop. everybody what's up welcome into the athletic fantasy football podcast it is wednesday december 1st happy december welcome to the final month of the year and welcome to another week of survivor talk on the athletic fantasy football podcast michael beller Derek van riper here with you to take you through our week 13 survivor picks actually a handful of decent options on the board if you are still alive assuming you've got at least one or two of those options available to you dbr what's up man how you doing I'm all right. I mean, from a survivor perspective, I am now officially eliminated from the show pool. I am out in the pentathlon. So my apologies to anybody who Mm -hmm. followed my advice and and lost their season on the Eagles last week. I think the the Bears needing to win on a last second field goal against the Lions uh, Mm -hmm. at least scratched the itch that I had some concerns about them not being a lock to win. But a win's a win, right? That's all we care about. Uh, Why the Eagles failed me? Well, I'm pretty angry about it and disappointed (laughs) in them, but uh, we'll hash that out on a future episode. Yeah, for sure. So we've been treating this as a two-strike pool here, and you took your second strike on the Eagles. They go down to the Giants last week. I am still totally unscathed in our show pool here after advancing on the Patriots last week, and I am alive in one survivor pool. That is not our show pool. There are eight people left in it, and I advanced in that one with the Patriots as well. So uh, I'm going to be treating this like uh, a little bit of a laboratory DVR. Definitely (laughs) uh, happy to pick your brain a little bit because that one with the eight people left, I would very much like to win that survivor pool. So let's get into it. Week 13, there are, as I said, a few very popular picks and with good reason. These pick use numbers I reference come to us from Yahoo right now. The Vikings, the most popular pick in week 13, almost 30% of Yahoo pickers going with the Vikings over the Lions. Just behind them, the Rams over the Jaguars at 28.2%. Then you drop down to 11.5% where you find Buccaneers over Falcons and just a couple percentage points behind that. Cardinals over Bears, the four most popular plays on the board. All of them understandable. DVR, I have to say that I assume the Rams would be the most popular pick if this were week one or week two or week five or week eight, but uh, a lot of people have used the Rams, which is why they probably aren't the most popular selection. Rams over Jaguars, an easy one to get behind if you still have them. Bucks over Falcons, a relatively easy one to get behind if you still have them as well. But those teams are not available to either you or I. We'll just keep it rolling, even though you're eliminated, quote, from this pool. Just keep it rolling as though you are picking, as though you're still alive. So the teams that you've already used at this point, not available to you. We both have used the Rams. We both have used the Buccaneers. Before we get into our one true pick, if you had one of those teams available, would they be your go-to pick in this week? Hmm. I I think if I had, let's just say the Rams, because the usage is about equal. If I had the Rams right. and the Vikings available, I feel like I'd rather just burn the Vikings now because I think I might have another yeah. spot later where I'd have more confidence in the Rams. Mm-hmm. That being said, I wouldn't talk people out of the Rams if they yeah. do still have them. I used them, I think, back in week six of the show. They used them back in week one. They were your opener for the season. Yep. So they're long gone for both of us. <laughs> I mean, the Vikings, no Dalvin Cook, no big deal. The Lions have, they've hit the official bottom in the Massey Peabody power rankings. 
not only are the Lions the worst team in the league, they're the worst team in the league on a neutral field by five points, according to that model. Wow. That's pretty big in a model yeah. like this, because if you look at Houston and Jacksonville and the Jets, the teams that are the next three worst teams, they're all within less than one point of each other. But there's a five point gap from the Texans to the Lions for 31st to 32nd in this model. So at this point, even if the, the pot odds are, are where you should probably try to get away from whoever's playing the Lions, more often than not, whoever's playing the Lions is by far the safest play on the board. So you at least have to consider it, given all the circumstances, given the next three most heavily favored teams, uh, most utilized teams are all gone. I've already used all of them. For me, the one true pick this week is the Vikings over the Lions. Don't tempt fate if you don't have to. Yeah, they, you know, they're uh, a team that's available to me in this pool. They're a team that's available to me in my other pool. Um, and they're definitely part of my decision-making process for all the reasons that you said. I will say that if I had the Rams still available, that's probably where I go. We're just at a point where any given week can be the week in Survivor. Right? And so you, there is an element of the Rams being usable down the line, which they certainly will be. And this is definitely the best time to use the Vikings from this point forward. But any week can be the one that ends it. And I have zero doubt about the Rams beating the Jaguars. I'm basically there with the Vikings against the Lions. But stranger things have happened. The Lions are like 7-4 and four or 8-3, and three, something really good against the spread this season. They're actually one of the best against the spread teams in the NFL this season. It doesn't really matter if they're 11.5-point dogs and they lose by 6. doesn't matter for you and Survivor, but they have been in a lot of close games. I mean, you have to give them that. They've been in a lot of one-score games, a lot of field goal games. How many times have they – last week against the Bears was their third walk-off field goal loss of the season, wasn't it? The Ravens, Vikings the first time, and then the Bears. Yeah. So, like, they've been right there. They're still a very, very, very bad team. But if there was something that – if something's <laughs> going to get screwy in Vikings-Lions or Rams-Jaguars, it's going to be in Vikings-Lions. It's not going to be in Rams-Jaguars. So if I had the Rams available – that would be where I would go. So that's to everyone who does have the Rams available. I do not have the Rams available, so I'm actually going to go Cardinals over Bears for my one true pick. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins return to practice on Wednesday. That's as good a sign that we're going to get. I mean, they're going to play. They're both going to be out there against the Bears on Sunday. Bears have a ton of injury issues of their own on the defensive side of the ball, and I just think that the Cardinals uh, should, uh, after the bye, getting Kyler. I mean, Kyler hasn't played in five weeks, so uh, you know it's a little bit risky. We've seen it with Dak Prescott against the Broncos a couple weeks ago. We saw it with Russell Wilson, and we still haven't seen him get back. It can be risky to trust a quarterback in his first game back from injury, uh, but this is not a situation where it feels as though Kyler Murray is being rushed back in. And he's practicing on Wednesday, and this was something the Cardinals said before they even practiced. They said that Kyler and Hopkins were going to practice. So this is now coming out of the bye with Dak and with Russell Wilson. It was late-week practices that they were participating in before they suited up on Sunday. Kyler Murray... Suiting up in practice on Wednesday, that has me feeling very good that he's basically going to be himself on Sunday. And again, so many injuries for the Bears on defense. I think the Cardinals should be able to take care of this one relatively comfortably. Cardinals are definitely my one true pick. The Vikings are right there for me. They would be my second pick uh, in this uh, should something happen, should something pop up on Friday and suddenly Kyler isn't playing. Then I want to pivot to the Vikings. But for the time being, the Cardinals my one true pick here. 
Yeah, I think it totally makes sense. And we've said this before, the Cardinals Super Bowl hopes hinge on the health of Kyler Murray. If he is healthy, they are a threat to go to the Super Bowl and to win it. If he's not healthy, they're not winning a playoff game. Like it's just not happening. So Getting him right before bringing him back has made sense all along. They had enough of a cushion to do that. I do like this call here. I, Arizona long gone for me. I used them way back in week three. So, so far off my radar. I mean, the, the team that I had left in our pool on this show that I'm surprised I didn't use earlier is Kansas City. I think I, I was saving them and saving them, and then they weren't good for a little stretch, and I got bounced, and the matchups didn't fall the right way where I could use them. And they're a big favorite this week, nine and a half home point favorites uh, against Denver. If you're in the select group of weirdos uh, with me <laughs> where you didn't use them yet, they're right there as an option this week, too. I know they're not popular because they've been burned, but it'd be nice to have them available if you pulled the DVR and just happened to not use them to this point. Yeah, my quote, real uh, survivor pool where I'm still alive. I knew I used the Rams in that. And so after the Patriots beat the Titans last week and advanced me, first thing I did was go and see if I had the Chiefs available in that because I couldn't remember off the top of my head if I had used them in that one. And I had used them. I agree. That is a great pick to go with if you have them avail available in Yahoo Survivor Leagues. They're just 6.5% used right now. I'm sure part of that has to do with the fact that, again, most people who are alive in Week 13 have used the Chiefs to get to Week 13, which makes a ton of sense. But that is one that I feel very comfortable with. And then there also, like, if you have them and you are one of eight people, one of ten people, two of ten people, whatever it might be, that have them available in your league, that's a really nice pivot. That's a really, really nice pivot to go with, and this is a good time to use them at home against the Broncos. Sunday night football, that game got flexed into Sunday night. So that is a one that I would be comfortable with and I am not using here. I believe I've used the Chiefs in our pool, but yeah, not going to use them in this spot. I think the Vikings are a team that I would be comfortable with. If the Buccaneers were a team I had, I would be comfortable with them as well. But I also wouldn't use – like, I wouldn't use – if I had Buccaneers and Rams, I'm not using the Bucks. If I had Buccaneers and Cardinals, I think I'm still going Cardinals. If I had Buccaneers and Vikings, DVR, I'm probably still going Vikings. And that's got a lot to do with wanting to save the Buccaneers and not feeling quite as confident in them as I am, as I am in the Rams. Yeah, and I think the other thing you have to think about, of course, is who does the other handful of teams in your pool left, who do they still have available, right? right? Always got to think about that. That creates the unique leverage, right? So my Rams versus Vikings preference, like based on the spread, the answer is overwhelmingly take the Rams if you have them. Mm -hmm. They're 13-point home favorites. Vikings do have to go on the road to Detroit, which makes things a little bit more difficult for them. If you know that most of your pool has already used the Rams and they're all, therefore, going to be on the Vikings— Take the leverage. Take the leverage if you have the opportunity. So uh, make sure you're factoring all of that into the analysis. I, I know we've reached the point. We had someone reach out to us on Twitter. I think it was after Thursday of this week saying that you know the Texans were the team he was thinking about. Mm -hmm. We've reached that point in the season for some pools where if you sure. want leverage in some cases, you got to do something really unusual. But it could be the difference between knocking everybody else out and winning or you know eventually just petering out and, and falling just short of winning your pool. So you do have to take a calculated risk at some point, depending on who's got what teams left at their disposal. And that's really where I'm sitting in uh, my pool as well. So just to give you a real world example of this, again, eight people remaining in this pool. I'm one of six who have the Vikings. And I love the Vikings this week. I think they're a great survivor pick this week. I think they win relatively easily against the Lions. 
But if I know that like five of those five of the eight are going to take the Vikings and I have a team like Arizona available to me, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to take that side and I'm going to go with Arizona and then I'm going to pray for Alliance upset. Like that is really where you have to be thinking when we have reached this stage of survivor pools. And so that's also part of the reason why I'm going to be going Arizona as my one true pick rather than the Vikings, even though I think the Bears are a much friskier opponent than the Lions are. They could definitely give Arizona a little bit more trouble than I think the Lions are going to give the Vikings. But leverage is all about the finding those teams that can win you a pool, that can end it for you. And the Vikings are going to be a dangerous team in that way. I'm not saying dangerous as in I would avoid them, but dangerous enough that there could be pools won because the Lions pull off an upset. And I'm not sure that's going to be true of really any other team. I mean, I suppose the Bears and Cardinals could fit into that as well, depending on the makeup of your pool. It's just more likely that it is Vikings and Lions that end up being the game that does that. Do you like Formula One but struggle to keep up with everything that's going on? Then we have the podcast for you. Introducing the Race F1 Briefing, the podcast that brings you the latest F1 headlines in 15 minutes or less. With new episodes dropping on all four days of every race event, you'll never miss out on hearing what went down in practice, qualifying or the Grand Prix itself. And we'll also bring you all the behind the scenes news and gossip from the F1 paddock as well. If that sounds like the F1 podcast for you, search The Race F1 Briefing in your podcast app of choice. We'd love to have you join us. Are there any any spots where you would be deliberately fading a team for non-pot odds reasons, non-leverage reasons, but real-life upset reasons? Not really this week. This this week is more straightforward in terms of how the spreads break down. Where I, I don't I don't look at any of the teams that are favored by a touchdown plus and go, ah, yeah, they should be on an upset alert. Like I think compared to week twelve, week thirteen has a a much better balance in terms of the types of games you're looking at and your confidence level in those teams actually coming through. I think a lot of a lot of the secondary options or even like the let's get wild sort of options we talk about at the end of our show. They're weird this week, right? I mean, the Steelers are a four and a half point home underdog against the Ravens. Like, would I even dare use the Ravens if I had them available? No, because that that situation is just an utter mess. Like, the Raiders are favored by two and a half at home against Washington. Do I want to mess with that game this week? I don't. Not at all. I have no idea. (laughs) I just feel like there's a few games like that where I look at the line, I look at the two teams, I look at their strange paths to where they are at this point, the various injuries they might be dealing with, and I have no feel for that game. The Dolphins, their four-point home favorites against the Giants, Mm -hmm. like picking that game against the spread or feeling like that minus four is actually good for the Dolphins if I need to dig deep. I don't feel good about that at all. Like so this this is a tough week from like a spread pick perspective for some of mm-hmm. those mid-range games and I think that's what kind of steers us into some of these bigger favorites is that we have a few of them available who frankly are big enough favorites where the math is overwhelmingly in their favor. That was not the case last week. All right, DVR, I'll wrap up the show with a case for one of those teams, actually. If I were going to go off the board, I'm going with the Dolphins. As you mentioned, four-point favorites against uh, the Giants this week, but... 
Daniel Jones dealing with a neck injury might not play. So that means Mike Glennon would be the starter for the Giants. And something's clicked for the Dolphins over these last few weeks. The opponents necessarily haven't been the greatest, but something has clicked for them. They've got a little bit of a, a good mix going offensively, getting a little bit more RPO going with Tua Tungavailoa. The defense has played a whole lot better over the last month or so, and they are a far superior team to a Mike Glennon-led Giants squad. So I will say, right now I have the Cardinals locked in, and that's good for this show. For this show, Cardinals definitely <laughs> locked in as my one true pick. In my other pool, I have the Cardinals selected right now. If the Dolph, if, it, if it's Mike Lennon, if Mike Lennon gets the start for the Giants, if that's announced on Friday, Saturday, whatever, I could see myself switching over to the Dolphins because I think that they are a touchdown better than the Giants uh, with Mike Lennon in place of Daniel Jones. So that is one that I would argue for if you've used all these teams or if you will really want to go extreme leverage and just hope for craziness, the Dolphins are the one team that I can absolutely endorse this week, assuming it is Mike Lennon. If it's Daniel Jones, <laughs> then I am not traveling down that road. But that's the road we talked about when we get this deep in the season in Survivor Pools. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope this helps you navigate your Week 13 Survivor pick. For DVR, I am Michael Beller. Good luck in Survivor. We're back with you the rest of the week on the Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. We hope that you are joining us for all of those episodes. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. 